15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This is the hardcore icon, just incredible. And you're tuned in to my man, Peasy, on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Now, that's not just the coolest, and that's not just the best. That, my friends, is just incredible. Party edition of the 2B Blood Podcast. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. And in studio today, we got Frank Knox. Say what up, Frank. What up? We got Don Kincaid. What up, baby? And we got none other fresh out of AA, Moonshine McCready. How you doing there, Mr. Crazy? Moonshine's going to be here today to be the enforcer to make sure me and Frank don't get too drunk before the big bachelor party weekend we got coming up. Yeah, it's, we're, we're going to drink a lot this weekend, so we, we have to stay in control today. That's right. Even though I have a Miller Lite and a, and a Fireball in front of me. That's not any Miller Lite. That's a tall boy. That's a tall boy Miller Lite. And we got a few of these. We got a few of these Fireball shots. And then you put two blunts in the mix. That's right. Exactly. And, you know, it's yeah. game over. It's game over, especially for these two. Don Kincaid, he's going to be here. He's going to catch contact high. Moonshine, fresh out of AA. What is he going to do? He's going to catch contact high. I'm going to watch you guys drink that alcohol, and I'm getting a little jealous right now. I'm sorry. That's all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Moonshine. So you're That's making right. him thirsty. I know. I really am. It's kind of my fault. That's all right. It's kind of me and Frank's fault. But Frank came supplied with the booze today. You know, we got a big show today. Let's not get sidetracked here. Bachelor party extravaganza. We're going to be getting lit here on the, on the show. We got moon, moonshine. Listen to me. I'm all excited. We got moonshine and Don Kincaid. God damn it. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about takeover. We're going to talk about SummerSlam, Raw Smackdown this week. You know what we're going to be doing this weekend? You know, that's the biggest news of it all, man. What we're going to be doing this weekend is going to be huge. It is. But before we get any further, Frank, you know what time it is. It's time to smoke. It's time for the ceremonial lighting of the blunt. Wow. That's right. Moonshine's over there coughing, and he didn't even take a hit. I'm coughing. I can't smoke that stuff. That's right. That, that's that's right. My, I, I, He's already got contact type. He's, all he did was whip out the blunt. I know. It's devastating. <laughs> Before we get any further, though, I ask all of you, are you ready? I just cracked another beer, so I'm ready. Oh, boy. I said, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Well, at least we know someone is. Then, for the four of us in this podcast studio and the hundreds listening at home, let's get ready to smoke it. Tell them, Frank. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. 
smoking! That's right. I'm lighting the king pop, baby. We're getting this bachelor weekend started right. I can only imagine because you already rolled eight. I already rolled eight. Break it down. I mean, we'll, what, what are we smoking anyways this this beautiful Thursday evening? Well, I'll tell you what, Frank. The strain of the week, which everybody I'm sure wants to know, is wedding cake. And what? go figure Ooh. out wedding cake. Yeah, I figured, you know, this was kind of uh, fitting since we're going on the bachelor party weekend. They have the strain called wedding cake, you know, to hype the big wedding coming in a few months. And then go figure who shows up today with a, you know, little weed pen filled with wedding cake. Who, 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 It's Don Kincaid. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. That's right. There couldn't be a better strand to be smoked during this podcast than wedding cake. You guys sure do like that devil's lettuce, don't yeah. you? That's right. That's right. Poor Moonshine. He's got to sit here and inhale these fumes. That's right. It smells pretty good, though. Oh, man. Shit. You're not going to be able to see. I'll be able to see. I don't think so. It's going to be very cloudy in here, Moonshine. I will not inhale. No, not through the whole show. He's not going to inhale. He's not going to breathe in at all. All right. All right. Well, we'll see how this goes. Since I stopped drinking, my lung capacity got about bigger. I don't know how that worked, but it worked. Well, it showed, you know, after watching you wrestle, you know, recently, and now that you made your way back to the ring, you know, sure. but let's get back to the wedding cake. You know, when we get to the wedding cake, uh, the genetics of wedding cake, and I love this strain. Yeah, yeah. I love it, Don. Moonshine, Frank. I love wedding cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite strains. It's definitely in my top five. It's Girl Scout cookies crossed with cherry pie. Sounds cherry. delicious. It is. It is. With a THC content. Of upwards of 25% or more. Speaking of wedding cake, have you picked out your wedding cake yet? Oh, well, of course. You know, well, you know. You've, you've done the all boss the preparation. Did. The, right. the boss has. So what are we going to be eating? You know, I, I'm not sure exactly. I want to, uh, you know, I want to reveal that. You know. All right, that's too exclusive. It's too exclusive. Too exclusive. That's uh, a secret. It's a secret. Is the piece on the top of the wedding cake, is the groom, is he crotch chopping? He might be. He might be giving the crotch chop all night. God damn it. <laughs> You know, and, and then after you get married, you get no more crotch chops. I'll tell you right now. That's right. Well, <laughs> as long as we're on this podcast and I get to tell everybody every week the two words to smoke it. I'm crotch chopping all night long, baby. That's Woo! Right. All night long. Man, I crotch chopped my ass off all weekend. I was there. I was the official cameraman for Slade Dangerfield crotch chopping his ass off. That's right. So this weekend, me and Frank Knox took a ride up. <laughs> To Ludlow, Mass. To pay a visit to Battlefront Pro Wrestling. And of course, who's fucking there? Just incredible. Slade Dangerfield. Don Kincaid. Don Maybe. Kincaid. That's what I was trying to get you to bite on. <laughs> you know? Don awesome. Kincaid. Who's here in studio today? So awesome, dude. Battlefront was so fun. Battlefront is great. You know what I like about Battlefront? Is that they got a, it's like at an Elks. So they got the bar there. The bar is like the locker room, <laughs> the which bar. is suited. <laughs> this is so great. Because as a non-worker, I get to just chill in the bar and chill in the locker room. It Basically, that's what it is. You know, that's what With it is. With the exception of a tarp 
You're you're basically backstage. Yeah. The, the only time people go behind that tarp is to change, and then everyone comes out. You know, it's well, like because the bar's Virgo's right there out in the back. It's real nice out there. It's, it's a, a great show place. It's a good time. They, yeah. they have fantastic burgers there. The burgers are fantastic. <laughs> you know what? Wow, you thought the burgers were good? I thought they were trash. No, wait a second. Hey, what? I'm a skinny kid that needs supplement. They were fantastic. Listen, if I'm going to pay $5 for a McDonald's burger, I'll go to McDonald's and pay $1.69. Oh, wow. That's, that's not what We're I cutting was, promos here. And I, that's not where I was going with that. Well, I, I mean, I, I did have a burger, you know. I thought it was fine. I got it for free, though. So for me, <laughs> free food yeah, is the but, best food there. Baby. That's right. Exactly. You yeah, know, but you thought the burger was trash because we ended up getting food on the way home because we we're like, yeah, fuck that. We're not eating here because we'll be shitting all night. We did. We did go to the diner. Yeah, we did. We went to the diner, which ended up being amazing anyways. Fire. You know, and I only even ate half of that shit we ordered. I was so high by the time we got back to town. But I ate half the next day and it was just as good. I know. So anyways, so we're in battlefront, you know, uh, I was crotch chopping my way to the top of the promotion, you know, as we went out there and my friend Ryan Frost won the hardcore title. And now Don's got video of me crotch chopping. <laughs> Suck it. I mean, you put up an impressive showing in the Battle Royal as well. I mean, I wouldn't talk about impressive. It was impressive as far as, you know, getting the po- getting the, the crowd against you, which is what you want to do. Well, of course. That's because I'm a I magnificent mean, kick, bad guy. I'm a villain. Are, your kicks are a little stiff. Your first one mushed the dude's face. <laughs> I might have mushed somebody. His first, first kick <laughs> dude right in the jaw. I saw him. Oh, and it wasn't man. the first. It was like the second or third. All right. All right. Well, in my eyes, it was the first. Th- this ain't ballet there, buddy. If you oh. get kicked, you get kicked. It happens. Thank you. Exactly. See, I mean, you know what? It's about time I got another worker in the room. That's right. See, that's right. Yeah, because Moonshine, you know, he's going to be winning titles. Moonshines have experience. So he'll tell you, have sometimes you, ever, you get mushed. So it happened. Have you ever seen me throw a clothesline? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I don't lay off. No, I've, no, taken, no. I've taken a Moonshine clothesline. It ain't fun. We're not dancing out there. I'm trying to take your head off. That's what I do right there. I am so glad I've never been on one of the, the end of one of those. I want one, Mr. Kincaid. I'll give you one right now. No, sir, please. In no, studio. Sir. If we're no, going to do this, I'll be okay with this. I'll bring a cushion over here. And uh, that way, you know, Don doesn't hurt himself. And we could have Don get clotheslined right here no, in the studio. No, no, yeah, let's do it. No, I no. think this would be great. This would be great okay. radio. I think it would be a fun time. Don, no. oh, wow. Man, things are already moving. Wow, things are going down here. Put the, 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 the listeners. Don, what do you think? You want to get clotheslined? No, the listeners can't even see that. So what's the point? Frank. They can hear or it. record it. We can definitely it. go live on Facebook. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> no, no. That's right. I know you love going live, Don. You know? No, I've only gone live one time, and that was it. Just one time. Well, this is about to be your second time, Hey, Don. no, no, no. That's not the... Moonshine, why would you do that to me, sir? Because uh, you said you, you never took one, so I no. figured if you want to take one, I'll help you out. No, I said I would never want to take one. I didn't why not? Say, no. It's a fun time. No. <laughs> it gets the adrenaline going. You get pumped up. You want, you want to take somebody's head off. Oh, let's go. Come on, Mr. Kiki. Let's See, go. No, no, no. See, you can't. No, Mom. Can you sit over there, sir? Like, like way over there? <laughs> That's so far. Man. Holy cow. Well, we're in trouble here. It's getting all pumped up over here. Well, you know, I think Don, the, the audience wishes that you would, you know. Take hey, a close line. Wait, why? Why, why would you say that? I'll tell you what. If we get one caller, I'll close line. Hey, hold on, hold on. Let me, let I'll me tell get my you telephone what. and get one. 860-384-7110. Call in if you want to see Don Kincaid catch a clothesline live on Facebook. No, it would have to be like a thousand people would have to call. A hundred people. That's a lot of people. Moonshine said one. And, and he can't count past three, no. so it ain't going to, you know. All right, all right, we'll do a one, two, three. Three people. Oh, no, no. 
Come on, man. That's wrestling. Come on, Don. He's giving you the chance. Maybe you'll kick out a two. No, there's no way I'm <laughs> kicking. Do you see me? Oh, my goodness. There's no way I would kick out I know. Don Kincaid's about the size of my arm. That's <laughs> right. That's Holy right. Cow. Don's Don's built like a thick piece of uh, plywood. <laughs> I curl Don Kincaid's. <laughs> That's right. I used Don Kincaid's to pick the food up between my teeth. See, and then I knew this was going to happen. It was going to turn into a promo, a, a, a full, full-on promo. It's not a promo. It's inevitability. <laughs> I hope I do not get clothesline. Please, if the heavens above are listening, do not get me clothesline tonight. Tomorrow. So what are I'm we going to decide on, Tuesday? <laughs> We're going to decide on what? How many calls? Three? We'll, 10, do, 100? No, we'll do a three count. A How about a three count? No, a thousand. Listen, uh, How about a, here's what you got to know is if the boss calls in, we're all in trouble. Peace is already texting people to call in. Are you no, kidding No, that's on. not what I'm doing, Don. We'll give you a three-minute warning. All right, three callers, and Don Kincaid's gets clothesline. Well, uh, at, at two, I'm out. All right. Let's keep it moving here. You all know, right, we got a To Be Blunt podcast. You know, make sure you check us out on IG and Twitter and all that shit. To, uh, Leave to be, us reviews. Follow us. Subscribe. Good reviews. You know. On YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anything you want, anything you use to listen to podcasts or music, we're on. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, leave a review. Absolutely. So the reason why this is the Bachelor edition or the Bachelor Party edition of the To Be Bub podcast is because this weekend, uh, yours truly and Frank and a, a group of other people in my Four wedding other party. Individuals. That's right. We're going down to Atlantic City this weekend. Woo! Woo! Styling and profiling. Rick flaring up and down the goddamn strip. I'm going to be going wild. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be crazy. We got all kinds of shit planned out. We, Frank, we got a house. We got a BB yeah, house down there. Unfortunately, we're not riding a limousine. We're riding a minivan down there. But... We're taking a minivan? Yeah, yeah, I minivan. thought you called the limo service, bro. Nah, I got a minivan. Bro. What? I got a minivan. What? Okay. Mini- what? Them yeah. minivans are comfortable. Mini- Moonshine probably drives a minivan, bro. I sleep in a minivan sometimes. <laughs> Mini- Moonshine's probably slept in alleyways, but minivan's probably the most comfortable thing he's That's very in. comfortable. Yes, sir. I, no, I Moonshine was sleeping in the distillery, you know? He was sleeping anywhere he could. He was sleeping standing up last time I saw him. That's right. That's happened to me before. That's why I stopped drinking. Because right. I'm tired of sleeping, standing up. That was pre-AA, I would imagine. Pre-AA, that's right, sir. Yeah, pre-AA. I, was, I fell asleep standing up at the bar once. See, see what drinking does? Well, you better not fall asleep this weekend standing up well, at the bar. Well, Frank, there's a story behind that, all right? I happened to be going out one night. Or actually, it was the afternoon. It was motorcycle mania down on Main Street. Oh, oh, motorcycle mania. They're bringing like hundreds of, yeah, it's all you hear anywhere in town, vroom, 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 which is great. Whatever. I'm fine with that. That's not the point. So everybody goes out and they line up all the bikes on the street and you're able to go out there and you can like to check out the bikes, you know, and they got the bars and all the way down and restaurants and shit. And so I go down early, it's like four o'clock, you know, and I hit shadow room at the time, right? Shout out to the shadow room. We're at the shadow room. Uh, Daniela was actually there for this. You know, that night, who will also be at the, you know, bachelor party weekend with us. And so about half hour into my stay, I, I'm gone. I don't know how this happened. At the time, nobody knows how this happened. I've literally been there for a half hour. I got out of work. I went home and changed, and I show up downtown. So 
you know, apparently I kept drinking a little bit and then I had left and went to Mezzos, right? You know, Mezzos. Yeah. So my Mezzos, I'm with Daniela, right? And we're bullshitting. And all of a sudden I get up and I walk away mid conversation. I say nothing. That's all right. It's Irish I, goodbye. I get <laughs> A what? Irish goodbye. Yeah, I do that often. Irish yeah. goodbye. <laughs> I've never even heard of this before. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go outside real quick and then I leave. I don't say anything. Then I talk to people the next day. I was like, yo, I'm too fucked up. I had to leave, bro. Like, what do you want me to do? Well, let me, me tell you, though. Or sometimes you just don't like the people and you just leave. So. That's true. Now no one can find me. She's trying to go all over the place, all around town, hitting all the bars trying to find me. Right? And apparently, some kid found me in the back parking lot by the movie theater. Standing up against the pole. Just chilling. Yeah, but all right, I think we need to like take one step back. So I thought the story started where you only had come out for like a half hour, but you said you went to the shadow room and then Mezzo's? Right, right. I was already blacked out at this point. When you went to the shadow room? I blacked out half hour in the shadow room. All right, so you blacked out half hour in right. the shadow room, and then how long do you think you stayed at shadow room after that? Does I have no out? clue. I don't remember anything that happened after that point until the next day, where I still didn't know what happened. Do we know what happened? So what ends up happening is your boy got fucking roofied, right? I got fucking roofied. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Don, yeah. I got roofied at the bar. I think someone tried to roofie Daniela or someone else maybe we were with. I would have roofied you. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a catch. What can I say? <laughs> And yeah, so they find me, and now they find me in the back of the movie theater, standing there against the pole. No one knows where the fuck I am. So this kid brings me back around front. He drives me off in front of shadow room. I go up to the door, and I just lean against the door. Next thing you know, I'm, falling, I'm sleeping, standing up. Wow. Crouch finds me. My friend Ryan finds me. Oh, wow, yeah. He was yeah. a regular there. That's right. right. So Ryan finds me outside. He's wondering what the fuck's going on. He was drinking Red Bull. And I don't remember any of this. Outside, but yeah. yeah. The next day, I found out what happened. Yo. I definitely got drugged because I, I, I couldn't, you know, I left my cart there at the bar. Yeah, I went back the next day. I went back the next day, and my tab was only $19. Yeah, there's no way they drank that much. I was a seasoned vet, bro. I was out yeah. five times a week at that point of that age. Yeah, but I was killing the someone town. was buying you drugs, or maybe, no. maybe someone was buying you drinks. No, no, no. Someone, no. Was, someone was buying you nothing. Confirmed. I shoot two beers before I left the one to Mezzos. And at that point, I was already gone. What kind of beer you were drinking? I don't dollars. know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm drinking like Michelob Triple X from. I'm just saying, no one better fucking. Someone better be watching me and my drinks all weekend. All weekend. God damn it. I don't want no bullshit. You know? Anyways, let's see if we keep it moving. No, GP, bring the roofies. I know they got them out west. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say we get into a little bit of cannabis news? You know? A little weed news. What do you think, Don? I'm down. I'm down. Cannabis news is a great way to start the show, as always. I I, I know. I've always been interested when you introduce this part of it because the stuff you talk about, I never know. Oh, well, I got some good stuff for you, Don. Let me fill you in. Yeah, please do. So, I read a headline. Bernie Sanders says he legalized cannabis through an executive order. So, this guy, Bernie Sanders, he was on a Joe Rogan podcast, like last week, I guess. And... He said that the country's behind the curve when it comes to cannabis reform. Well, I mean, which we already knew that. That's why we're here at the To Be Blunt podcast promoting fucking weed. I mean, Bernie Sanders, he, he's the, uh, what is he, Senate in Vermont? So he's pro-weed. Vermont's huge. Yeah. Huge in the weed community. So he claims legalization the top priority. 
It should be. I agree with you. He said he wouldn't even he wouldn't even wait for Congress to get on board. He said that he would go out there, cut a goddamn promo over an executive order, waltz up into Congress, say, I don't need your approval, legalize cannabis. And then that's gonna be it. No. That's what he says. Can you believe it? That should be happening. I agree. I mean, smart man. You know, then we could do our podcast outside. I think for <laughs> Outside. Outside, why not? Right in front lawn. Smoking bloods. Yeah, well, we'd get all the uh, traffic. We, we, we want to keep this. No, we have moonshine. We'll put it around in front of the yard. Make yeah. sure nobody that, comes near here. As a bouncer. I can buy on, do that. Yeah. That's what he's doing here today. He's the Good enforcer. Sir. I'm making sure you guys don't get too hammered and roofy like uh, Mr. Speaking of watch, PZ, yeah, we both have fireball shots in front of us. We might as well crack them open and pour them down, right? God damn it. All right, close your eyes, Mr. Moonshine. Close I, your I eyes. drank that when I was like 20, man. Close <laughs> Moonshine brews his own shit. Yeah, I just make my own and fireball. That that's like water. That's why they call it that whiskey water because <sighs> it's not real whiskey. Got you guys. So Woo! Bernie Sanders wants to walk in and legalize weed, saying "fuck you." I don't care what you do, but Ohio somehow did it by accident. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that was going to bring me into my next piece. See, Frank, you're right on top of things. Great transition. You know, transition. Yeah. So. You're not Ohio. supposed to call those out, man. You gotta flow with them next time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't PC care. Observant. That's right. It's great to see him jump in there. You know, he was being observant. Fucking Ohio, though. Did you guys hear about this? No. no. Oh my god. So, back in July 30th, the state passes a law legalizing hemp. Right. Ooh, nice. And defining hemp as any kind of weed that has less than like point zero three THC. Isn't right. That called CBD. Okay. T- yes, yeah, it can be most CBD. People are doing either CBD or hemp, right? And so it's a teetering line that most states are trying to walk, like like Connecticut, you could you're going to be able to grow hemp. I mean CBD. So why would you want to smoke rope? I don't know. I don't know if it's there for the smoke. You know, you can, there's a lot of good uses for, for hemp moonshine. Maybe you don't know this yet. You probably can use it to make moonshine, but you're, you know, you don't even do that anymore. It's like, what are you even doing here? You can't even bring us booze. You don't even make booze anymore. Won't well, smoke our wacky tobacco. I just can't hang out when you asked me to come, so I came and I want to make sure nobody gets roofy. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. These guys in Ohio, they legalize cannabis, uh, obviously just hemp cannabis, not like THC high like cannabis like these uh, big king palms we got ready frankly we might need three today i don't know if two's gonna well, be enough i rolled i think a total of eight so that's gonna be a little crazy there was a little army of so here's the thing so the police though the police don't have a way in ohio to measure the amount of thc in the weed so they're admitting the authorities are literally saying like we literally have accidentally legalized weed because there's no way for us to tell how the fuck you know how much thc is in this shit that's that's funny. You know, there's no, funny? no, like it's like that. Do you think like Connecticut has it, or other states have ways to test it that it's just CBD friendly? That's a good question. I don't like, know because you could go and right down the street to Cromwell Growers or something. In Cromwell, there's a grow place you could buy CBD right now. You could buy CBD at any gas station. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's crazy right now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's and crazy. It looks like real weed. And they sell it for like $55 an eighth, bro. $55 an eighth for CBD. What? $55, $55 an eighth for yeah, CBD? Insane. Yeah, insane. That's, that's 55 an eighth? An eighth. Holy shit. I just grabbed a quarter for 80. I think PZ just had a conniption. What they call a conniption? I think so. 
Yeah. Well, that's fucking crazy shit. Well, I got some funny shit that happened. Where's some funny shit, Don? Yeah, baby. Some funny shit, Moonshine. You used to be know. funny. Now you're stone cold, you know, just serious. I'm still all a little the time. funny. It's all right. He's not <laughs> stone good, cold, man. He's not drinking beers. That's right. You're right. You're right. We are stone cold. The stone cold in here. Maybe the enforcer. Yeah. So, listen, you know, Florida's always got the crazy fucking news, right? Always. Always. That's because it looks Anything like a penis. Anything that crazy happens, you know the person's from Florida. Meth gators, mm-hmm. baby. Meth gators. I yeah. did see that. I want a meth gator. <laughs> so. Daytona Beach police, they arrested this Florida man, this guy named Larry Adams, for allegedly using nunchucks and ropes and roach spray on his neighbors. <laughs> what do right? his neighbors do? So these two witnesses told police that the, the guy originally left their apartment and went to go tell the neighbors to lower the volume. These a bunch of kids were like in a car blasting music. They probably get high. Who knows? Right. So Adams left his nearby apartment and he was verbally combative with these people. Right. And the victims told them that they told police that the guy was cursing at him and making threats at him and everything. Said he'd shoot them, you know. So this guy was definitely crazy. Yeah. So this guy, you know, they're beginning to argue with the guy who's threatening their lives, and the sixty-nine year old guy pulls out a can of roach spray, (laughs) fucking roach spray, and starts spraying the kids. Wow. <laughs> that's totally they start to spray the kids. I mean, that's something insane, man. In the Northeast, we got the bagel guy. Down South, they got the roach spray nunchuck guy. I, I mean, <laughs> I'd rather be up here with the bagel guy yelling who's five feet two, pissed off that he's, you then know. this guy spraying roach spray at yeah. you. So after the roach spray runs out, this guy busts out a pair of nunchucks. Who walks around with nunchucks? This guy's got nunchucks. And they say that the people in the car, they like dodged his attack with the nunchucks, right? And the guy's nunchucks bounce off the fucking car and hit him back right in the face <laughs> and knocked him out cold. <laughs> <laughs> Should have wow. ran him over. Then the police came back and that was it. The guy got arrested. <laughs> Didn't talk about that for your dumbass of the day. <laughs> This is why we need America's Funniest Home Videos again. I listen. That I was a great love show. To see that, that was a great show. That was a great show. We got a lot coming up. We got a lot going down. I should say. When we come back, we're going to talk about storming Area Fifty One. Oh boy, that's right. The raid on Area Fifty One. We're going to talk about that when we get back. But first, we're going to take a quick smoke break right here on the Two B Blunt Podcast. Sometimes life can be a little overwhelming. Sometimes the weight of the world can be too much to bear. Sometimes you need to stop worrying and take a deep breath. Sometimes you need cannabis. Introducing Brightside, high-quality cannabis delivered right to your door. Brightside offers an extensive menu of strains and products to meet your needs. Choose the experience you want, and we'll send you the dankest herb, the real sticky icky, some top-shelf marijuana. If you like what we send you, keep the whole jar. We'll even include some nugs for you to blaze. As part of Discovery, you'll get to try new strains and products. Side effects may include euphoria, increased appetite, uncontrollable giggles, elevated sensitivity to musical dopeness, and reduced anxiety. Tetrahydrocannabinol may also induce feelings of existential well-being and relentless optimism. With a Brightside subscription, you can get it once a month, once a week, or whenever you want. All at a price you'll like. And yes, this is a real company. Ask your doctor if cannabis is right for you. 
It probably is. <laughs> Keep it bright side. This is the one above all. Anthony Gango, your ultimate world champion and the sole CZW world tag you're tuned into another episode of To Be Blunt with Peace. We're back on the To Be Blunt podcast. We're getting lit up in this bitch. Yo, we <laughs> is high as a motherfucker. Frank, you're going to spit some shit. I think it's only right that I spit it for the bachelor party. Give me, a, give me a quick, give me a quick something. Yo, I'm getting fucked up with the whole crew. We getting sauced up. About to rent the van with my man, PZ. Now we going to Atlantic City. That's how we go. Picking up all the homies on the go. Pour one up, drink one up, smoke one up. It's the bachelor party edition. Tore it up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> wow, Frank Knox. It's coming just in a with little the- something. I don't, know. I don't really freestyle that much anymore. Not like we used to. I'm in Moonshine of Freestyle. <laughs> you haven't count to five. That's right. <laughs> Notice how he's completely I, I, silent. I still rap better than that. <laughs> wait, uh, wait a uh-oh. second. Uh-oh. Wait a second. Is that a challenge? Uh-oh. Bring it on. I just did it because it was the bachelor party edition. I wasn't really ready. But... Oh, I'm never ready. Was that a challenge? Your Moonshine? Here we go. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. You got something, Moonshine? Tell him. So you want to hit the grind. You can't even mess with your boy Moonshine. Because oh! you look stupid. You can't even confront. Because I'll just turn you over and fuck you up the butt. Oh, whoa, 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 Time out. Time out, Moonshine. That's dominance right there. That ain't gay. There's a difference. That just took a complete turn for the worst. I mean, I am for... Listen. Gay rights and gay people, but that I'm not trying to get fucked in the butt. Yeah, like, you know what? That, that's that's uh, on, that's a, that's an iron sheet thing. Yeah, you uh, know that was my motivation for that. That's one. right. It make you humble. Fuck your ass. Yeah. That's God, like, damn man, I think Moonshine might have beat me though, just off his first line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. He came in hot. He came in hot, and then it went bad. He he, he came in shine strong, and then. Uh, I, I, went, I went a different wrong. direction. I can't oh. believe I just witnessed that live. That was amazing. We might have to edit that one. <laughs> we can't edit anything. We're live, goddammit. That was amazing. We're going to open the phone lines, 860-384-7110. Uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, Storm Area 51 raid. Have you guys heard about this? Uh, yeah, I have, yes. Right? So, I mean, and, and if the Facebook event RSVPs are right. They're saying nearly 900,000 people will be meeting under the, you know, under cover of darkness. And they're going to go ahead and they're going to storm Area 51 all together on Friday, September 20th. You know, and you know they to see them aliens. 900,000 are going to storm what the U.S. government has, maybe one, two. Out of that 900,000, who do you really think is going to show up? Well, I Who's going to show up to ready maybe get killed? There's, we got a caller. Somebody wants to get in on a podcast. We didn't even get talked about this, and these people already want to get us going. Well, we opened the phone lines. 2B Blood Podcast, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Peasy peasy, it's Kyle LaPointe. Kyle LaPointe, are you calling in to talk about Area 51? Um, I mean, if you're talking about Don Kincaid, maybe. Don Kincaid? No, we're talking about Area 51 right now. 
It's Kyle on point. Talking about weird looking people. He's on point. Kyle a point. He's calling in right in the middle of my big area fifty one drop to talk about his new Japan shit. Oh, I. Hey, 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 Fuck. Hey, hey. I you know what? Kyle Point was right, man. I thought Jay White was going to take it, and it was our two guys down at the final. And this is gu- true. His guys showed up, and my guy went home. That's very true. Yep. He and did make right. the call. He made the prediction. Well, I guess if we're going to talk about it, you might as well let him go through. We had a lot that happened in the G1. We'll return back to 51 in a yeah. second. Um, All right. Are you down with this, Frank? We're going to let this guy do his thing? I don't Yeah, let do your thing, man. You want to call in and gloat that you were right and Frank no, Max God damn, was I don't wrong that. once again. Not, we're going to give that. you your time. I, okay, I'll make it quick. I'm not going to charge you $1,000 a minute like Mr. Kincaid does every week. Thank God. Don Kincaid's here in studio. It's free this week, baby. <laughs> that's right. Don Kincaid is worth every penny. Hey, that's what I'm talking you about sure? right there, baby. You sure? You sure you didn't read the fine print? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some sort of signing bonus. No, 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 no. Richard E. Stone looked it over for us. Everything's good. He's here That's for true. Free. Yeah, that's he's right. A, he's a shrewd lawyer, that Richard E. Hey, Stone. Hey, don't talk. Yeah, nothing, don't listen, Don. He's, he's a smart lawyer. I'm he's just saying. Lawyer. Shrewd nothing, is a, not a nice word. It's crooked when Richard E. Stone is involved, I'm sure. Exactly. I'm glad we're on the same page, Kyle. Now, let's hear what happened in G1. We all know the, Frank the finals, down. baby. The I finals. Hold on, Frank, Frank, calm it down. I want to talk about three things that happened in the G1 finals. Yes, I was correct in that Kota Ibushi won the G1 finals, and he will headline Wrestle Kingdom against one Kazuchika Okada, who he beat to make it into the finals to begin with. But, like I said, there's three things I'd like to talk about. The first thing is, Kota Ibushi is getting a little greedy and has said he would like to fight back-to-back matches at Wrestle Kingdom and defeat both Naito and Okada. Did I lose you? No, you didn't lose us, damn it. I hit the wrong button. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. You went You went silent. So I was I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Frank Knox is just upset because you were right, so I went silent. You're right. Continue on. Oh, okay. All right. So, like I said, if Bushi wants to challenge for both the Intercontinental and the heavyweight title at Wrestle Kingdom, so I'm interested to see what Naito has to say to that. But the other two big things, one, we had a dojo versus dojo match to open up the finals. We had two of the New Japan dojo students versus two of Shibata's L.A. dojo students. Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks. And I have to say, the L.A. Dojo guys really represented and showed up strong. I agree. I agree. It's true. They did. They did. And it's good. You know, they got to make the dojos look strong, damn it. Right. And another thing I want to talk about, speaking of Shibata, and I think this is the thing that everyone's been talking about since the G1, even more than Bushi routing Jay White, is there's a new member of the Bullet Club. Now, Who's that? Facing off against Tamatanga, Tangaloa, and Bad Luck Fale was Kenta, Tomohiro Ishii, and one other member of Kenta. But that is irrelevant. What happened in the end was everything. Kenta walked away from his team. And when confronted by Tomohiro Ishii, laid the stone pistol out with a go to sleep allowing the Bullet Club to win the match. 
You know what I think the only big news in New Japan was all week? Is that Amazing Red is going to be fighting Will Ospreay in a New Japan event out on the West Coast. Did you hear about that, PZ? I did not. Did you hear about that, Kyle? That is very... Of course I did. Don, did you know about this? I did not know, PZ. What? This is huge. This is the first time I'm hearing it. That's amazing. That That is big news. That is big news. But... Back to what I was saying, Frank. Area 51. Oh, wait. <laughs> Kenta has joined the Bullet Club and turned his back on Katsuyori Shibata. Oh, it's devastating in the best ways. I love that Kenta joined the Bullet Club. They needed, you know, they needed someone else to carry the load. They needed someone to be in the front lines. They needed someone just like Kenta to lead the pack. I agree. It was a very emotional night. But yes, Frank, I also agree that Amazing Red being in the Super J Cup is pretty big. The Super J Cup's coming up soon, too. Yes, three nights all in California. The entire Super J Cup will take place on American soil. And the winner of the Super J Cup will go on to challenge for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Where in California are they doing that? No, nothing. Hello? 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 Ah, that's it. <laughs> There's only so many times I can say hello, you know? <laughs> I, he was right, man, but my biggest news was that Amazing Red Will Ospreay match for the Super Jacob. I popped when I saw that. Well, Amazing Red, you know, yeah. the, the man who's, you know, part owner of the House of Glory. I thought he was retired for life. You know, that was like, at least that was That, a that was a rumor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently not. The last now time he's going to be back. House of Glory, they brought everyone in to tell him to go fuck himself, and he never came out. This is true. This is true. I don't and know. Now he's back. For the now he's coming up. in. He's going to do the New Japan. Versus Will Ospreay. It's going to be a hell of a match. That's right. You know, uh, Amazing Red is uh, a pioneer of the, you know, that style. Moonshine right? knows what I'm talking about. I mean, Ricochet could probably accredit his career to Amazing Red, right? I think a lot of guys can. Yeah. A lot of the high flyers now could definitely credit to Amazing Red. And a lot of the bigger guys, too, because I see a lot of them big guys do with the Code Red, which is the Sunset Powerbomb. And, you know, that's Amazing Red's move. This is true. This is true. And it's going to be amazing. You know, Amazing Red getting this opportunity. Not to use Amazing twice, but it really is amazing. <laughs> Three times. It's amazingly amazing. <laughs> amazingly amazing. I want to talk back about Area 51, damn it. Got me off track. I was yeah, really excited exactly. to get to this topic. You know? How many people do you think are really going to show up? Dude, I'm telling you. I think that there's going to be a lot of people that want right. to know the truth. So did you requ- Did you RSVP? I'm already in the group. All right, so you're showing up. I don't know. I didn't say I'm showing up, but I'm in the group. The, the truth are, is I, that they have bombs, so you yeah. don't go there. <laughs> bombs. I mean, the only way I'd bombs? go there if I could meet Roger from American Dad. That's funny. <laughs> I like that guy. But that would be awesome. If Roger was there, I'll buy a ticket right now. I mean, let's say, all right, that, you know, 300,000 people show up out of 900. How many bullets? Let's say 100,000 people show up, right? Let's say maybe 100,000 people show up. How many people do you think they got on premise there? They're guarding the place. So there would probably be, I'd say there would be 10,000 people there, but guess what? 10,000 people? 100,000 people are going to show up. But they're going to show up unarmed, and they're going to meet 10,000 people with every weapon known to mankind. You think there's 10,000 people at the Area 51? There's going to be on that day. 
They can get a plane there in about two <laughs> seconds, all right? I mean, you're right, you're right, you're right. right. Hide, bomb, you're done. Right, that's it. <laughs> you guys don't that's think... What do you say? I say they, they, they go, there are people storming Air 51, and they go, okay, we're going to bring a jet. <laughs> Boom, down, everybody did. We they don't even have to bring in a jet. They're bringing in a drone that we could buy for yeah, $100. And boom, there you yeah. go, dead. You know, dr- fly a drone over well, there. You don't think they could take out 100,000 people in one shot? I, I mean, I honestly think this is great, you know, reason all right. for terrorists to kill people. Let's say something. I, would talk, I don't want to take the shine off you. No, that's cool. Let's say that they did drop a bomb on 100,000 people. Okay. How do you think the rest of America is going to react? We're going to be pissed for about a week, and then we'll get over it because something else will happen. <laughs> They'll be blaming Trump for something else. That's, That's right. Your mom will be on Facebook and Twitter posting about how it's a hoax. <laughs> and, and it's probably going to be. Oh, man. Maybe you're week. right. Maybe you're right. right. I mean, literally, they could literally p- blow 100,000 people up and be blaming on somebody else. All right. All right. So hypothetically, let's say this happens. Okay. Let me, I want to know what you guys think. What's going to happen if they find out they're actually hiding aliens or alien technology? That'd be so cool. Like what What? What do you think will happen then? Why, why do you even need to do that? If they release there is aliens in Area 51, the entire world would go in upstream. Like, they'd be distraught because they'd be worried about them escaping and killing them because of all the movies we've seen. What's that? Yeah, all right. Well, let's talk about one movie that I'm thinking of. What was that fucking one with the alien? Paul? Uh, all of them? <laughs> no, the one with the stoner alien. Paul. Paul, right? Yeah. What if we get? What if we get a stoner alien for the podcast? That's what. I, that's Roger. That's who I want to meet from American <laughs> Dad. I love the dude. He plays a different character every show. It's true. It's true. How do, how do we know Mr. Don Kincaid ain't Roger right now? That's right. No, you haven't said anything since we started talking about this, actually. See? You've been awfully fucking quiet. Well, my, my point was going to be, don't you guys think this is going to be just like Y2K when everybody thought the world was going to come to an Donny end? Donnie Kate is an alien. Right? <laughs> don't, don't That's awesome. Do you really think there's going to be that many people there? I think it's, it's going to be a no-show. That's what I think. I think everybody is no-selling this whole thing and just... Hyping it all up. I think if they're smart, they'll no show. That's what I'm. That's what I. I think ninety nine point nine percent of them are just doing it because it's cool and it's a fad and yeah, and it's viral. Is that what that's what you think? Yeah, you're following it. They're following it. You know, all of a sudden, twelve year old and. Uganda is going to show up at Area 51. You're in Uganda, bro, and you're 12. You're not coming to Area 51, (laughs) dude. You you might be realistic. You know. You're right. You're right. You're right. Don, what do you think about the whole thing? Is this your final conclusion is that you think no one's going to show up? I don't think it's going to be what everybody thinks it's going to be, to be honest with you. Okay. I think it's going to be, you know, maybe Frank and Peasy showing up and nobody else. Right. Should I, we I'm do not, a I'm not showing Should we up. do a live podcast no, where you do one? No. A, remote, maybe, a little remote, remote action. No. <laughs> I'm not going on the ground of a war zone for this podcast. You don't want to be at ground zero. I'll go to war with you, Paisy. Yeah. There we go. Me and Moonshine, we're gonna go down to Area 51. <laughs> That's what you want to take. I'll be enforcer. real lit and he'll be the one guarding me, you know, because by right. then he'll be like super sober and like I'll, probably like three time world champ. Roofie him again. I saw a video of two guys riding a motorcycle that had GoPros riding the Area 51 like this month, maybe in the past couple weeks. Really? And they were approached instantly 
by three trucks with people fully vested in assault rifles, and they turned around real quick. Wow. And they laughed about it, and the dudes weren't playing games. Like, either okay. you turn around or you're coming with us, and you're probably never going to be seen again. <laughs> so true, yo. That's some crazy shit. Can you imagine? So what if a dude, uh, a military guy with an assault rifle, jumps out of the back of a truck in his gear and tur- and jumps out, looks at you, goes, what you talking about, Willis? What if if they they get you there And they're like Either come with us And you'll never be seen Because they tell you There's really aliens And you're just hanging out With the aliens That's your life That'd be cool Moonshine's got a real good point Well if it was up to Moonshine The aliens be probing them In the butt To get them up to (laughs) That's all right. God Sometimes you gotta do butt stuff man So do you guys Do you guys think That there's gonna be A big turnout I I don't know I'd be interested To see if there is I think there's gonna be One Two people, and that's the only two people stupid enough to go, and that's Peasy and Moonshine. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I had enough. I had enough of you picking on me. Listen, Don Kincaid, I got you here right now. Yeah, we're gonna transition here into a little wrestling. Oh, we I are think. Sweet. But before I go into wrestling, every every episode, I tend to call you. Oh dear lord. So my question is, you're here live. Yes, sir. We already said to Kyle that we were getting a freebie today. Hey, we hey, talked. Hey, this we is- talked to Richard Stone. It's all drawn up. It's, it's all drawn legit. up. It's legit. And so I, if I play your music, which I happen to have here, thank God, thanks to your producers over there, your hotline, you know, I want to have a live Kincaid hotline. What do you think, Moonshine? That's a good idea. I like that. What I do you think, think, Don? I think I could pull that off. Alien Don. <laughs> <laughs> I am Don not from Area 51. Don't start that. I am oh not from Area 51. Oh, my God. All Don right. Space. Hailing from Area 51, Don Kincaid. Ladies and gentlemen, exclusive breaking news brought to you by the Kincaid Hotline. And now, renowned reporter, Don Kincaid. It's Don Kincaid, baby. That's right, Don. I got you right here in studio, baby. baby oh shit! Cooking, baby. I got you right here. I want to know do you got the dirt or what this week? Hey man, I got some cool shiznit going on, and I am gonna give you a freebie, baby. That's right, baby. Oh, here we go. This is the most he's talked the whole episode already. This is for the bachelor party. Where, where has this been? The first. 40 minutes have been running this show, goddammit. Hey, you're talking alien. I was listening to your, your info. You were very informative when it comes to that cannabis news, man. Well, of course I am. That's what I specialize in. Maybe I need to have my own hotline, goddammit. Well, I think me and Moonshine both have such contact. We're just all looking up at the ceiling. That's all. Hey, I'm, baby, I'm awake, baby. I'm just looking at you wondering what, what uh, planet you come from. No, I, hey, <laughs> hey, let's not do that. What do you got, Dots? Give me some dirt. All right, baby. I'm going to jump right into MLW, Major League Wrestling. We all love some Major League Wrestling. There has been big breaking news that Dr. Tom Pritchard himself has now joined Major League Wrestling as a senior agent with the wrestling operations. Did you say Tom Pritchard? Tom Pritchard, baby. Wow. And then, yeah, dude. The former, uh, check this out, the former <laughs> wrestler and guiding light of counselors, countless champions, and perennial main eventers will join MLW starting in <laughs> Dallas on September 7 when MLW presents War Chamber. Oh, no, no, War Chamber. <laughs> Woo. 
He's already all gassed out. Guys, his head's coming in hot, baby. He's more gassed than Ty Shine on a good day. Oh, hey, 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 Ty Shine took that L at Battlefront. Hey, let's not talk about that. Hey, baby, we've got big AEW news right now. Oh. We've got John Moxley versus Sean Spears for Wednesday, October 9th on TNT episode from Boston, Massachusetts. That's right, baby! And it airs from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's two hours of AEW, and maybe it's going to be insane. We wow. We that show, PZ. I know you've been, you've been showing me the show on... Uh, you plugged the show. We got to get to that one, man. Oh, the John one in Mox- Boston? Bo- John Moxley versus Sean Spears. Oh. Episode two? That's right. Those guys are gonna We're take. in there, baby. The day before my birthday? Oh, it's going down. We're going to go to the shitty, shitty city of Boston? <laughs> I'm a New York fan, goddammit. That's right. New York bled. Go ahead, Don. Keep it going. Hey, that's all right, baby. The shitty city will not, it will not be there. But check this <laughs> out, man. Hey, baby. There's some more AEW news that I got. Frank Stein. Uh, there's some AEW news that I have to continue with because we are going to see the very first title defense of the AEW World Championship. It will be on Wednesday, October 16th at the Le the something center. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, Don. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was worse than me when I was hammer drunk. <laughs> Not even a little bit hammer drunk. Like passed out drunk. I speak clearer than you. I think it says the LaCorus Center, so I'll go with that. Alright. It will be held at the LaCorus Center when AEW on TNT broadcasts live from Philadelphia. Oh my god, that's wow. gonna be huge. Have you seen that belt, guys? Have you seen that I've, AEW? Championship? I've seen it. It looks incredible. It already has Chris Jericho's little tag on it already. Really? Are you shitting me? Well, no, I mean, it should be. That guy's the man. Well, I'm just saying, the, the match. Hey, 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 let's not speculate. Hey, and I know you guys, you, we all love NXT. And I just wanna leave off on this news. There has been two signees to NXT through the Wrestling Performance Center. And it's none other than Santana Garrett herself. She's been in and out of the company and in and, and tournaments. She's made her name in and out and all across the world. She is now going to be part of the NXT brand, baby. And not only that, I want to leave off with this Austin theory that we yep. all know and love in our area. He's been the XWA champion, This baby. is true. He's been a champion everywhere in New England, pretty much. Not as much as Dan the Man, damn it. Hey, hey, we are not... <laughs> hey, you just dropped... And we are talking Austin Theory, baby. And him and Santana Garrett now are going to be part of the NXT brand. There it is. You know, and Austin Theory with a great performance at uh, Evolve. That guy's got a long career, man. That kid's only 22 years old, and he's already, like, Would you almost at the top of the game. Would what you, you here, right, Don? Would you put in that wedding cake? <laughs> I don't know. You brought the wedding cake. Oh, that's right. No, he's talking about our wedding cake. Wow. I think Doc and Kay's doing other drugs than marijuana. Hey, no, no, no. Don, thanks for the dirt today. Hey, baby, it was awesome. This studio shit is amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is Ty Shine, and you're listening to How to Talk. This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to How to Be Blunt with PZ. <laughs> this is Ty Shine, and you're listening to a new episode of How to Be Blunt with PZ. <laughs>
This is Ty Shine, and you're listening to To Be Blunt with PZ. How in the fuck would you listen to anything else? That's a question I want to ask everybody. How in the fuck are you listening to anything else right now? This is it. To Be Blunt podcast. Me, Frank Knox, Don Kincaid, Moonshine McCready in studio for the bachelor party extravaganza. Me and Frank, two beers, two shots. We're getting it all going. I want tequila, huh? More vodka, more tequila. They're not too bad. Beer, beer, more beer. Tequila, huh? Baca, huh? And that's the bottom line. Cause Stone Cold Steve Peasy said so. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so fucking rocking reeling, but I'm hitting this wedding cake, baby. <laughs> this is a great bachelor party. Man. That's right. This is fucking awesome. This is, this is great. The party's oh on, baby. So now we're gonna move on. Don gave us the dirt on the wrestling. I'm gonna take it over here. We're gonna do a little roundtable discussion. Oh God, you're gonna hate me for this. Don, how are you still breathing? The last time you did, uh, when I called in last week, you burped then too. You got some kind of gastrointestinal issues. I got a Coca-Cola. I got a Coca-Cola sitting right here, baby. Got a Coca-Cola. You heard that, Frank? I just got a Coca-Cola. But I didn't do directly into the microphone. I was halfway professional. That's good. No comment. No comment. Anyway, so we're going to keep it moving. (laughs) I want to get in to take over. I want to get over to summer, get into SummerSlam. We're going to cover them both together. We're going to do a little roundtable discussion. All right, I'll watch that. You watched it, Moonshine? I did, I did All right, so it. Moonshine watched it. He's out of AA him. now, so he's got, you know, I got time. TV. Got TV. Kincaid, did you watch TakeOver? I, that's the only thing I missed. I've been very busy this weekend. <sighs> that's the only thing you missed. That was the only thing that mattered. I, I, I know. I, I, I've seen everything else. I apologize for not being able to be part of that discussion. So I did not. I'll be honest with you. Did not see TakeOver, but they were always amazing. Did you see SummerSlam? I did. I saw right. SummerSlam. You saw SummerSlam? I did see SummerSlam. So, I mean... <laughs> what did you think of SummerSlam? It was okay. What? Yeah. I thought it was mediocre. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It wasn't like, oh my God, Because it's you have like Goldberg and uh, Dolph Ziggler. What was the point of that? Then you have The Fiend versus Finn Baylor. The what was the point was of that? Awesome. Yeah. That was great, but the match, it, the only thing I popped for was the entrance and... Listen, the character itself. You get question. over quick. This is true. He's right. He's right. My question is to everybody, in your opinion, which was the better show, TakeOver or SummerSlam? I'll start off, Don. I see you getting ready to jump in. I'm, I'm giving you, you the eye contact, one. but I'm still the host, God damn it. God damn it, Don. He's and only that, watched once, so he doesn't know what TakeOver. That's right. But, that's right. So that's why I even ask you first, you know? You already told me you didn't even watch TakeOver. So why don't you just tell us what you thought? I Listen, I thought, as surprising as this is going to sound, I enjoyed SummerSlam more than TakeOver overall. Wow. And I'm going to tell you why. Tell me. Tell me. I'm very All intrigued. Right. Because I'm while shocked. I'm TakeOver shocked. only had five matches. But they're mm-hmm. all... Four, okay. I'm going to go ahead and, and disagree with you. I thought, and uh, this is going to come off so wrong, but I thought both the women's matches were subpar. I thought that Shayna Blazer and Mia Yim were, was kind of like, eh. Like, it just, it, it's, I feel like Shayna Blazer goes in and she, or Blazer, whatever. Blazer, yeah, Blazer. called her Blazer twice. That's right. Blazer, well, because I'm blazing, Don. God I'm blazing it. trails. What do you know about that? <laughs> you want to cut a promo over me, Don? Yeah, but at this point, Shanna Baszler is just Shanna Baszler. She's just going to dominate. I know, bro, but I was uninterested. Until she gets the Which call she up. should. 
I was yeah. uninterested, but I thought SummerSlam overall was a surprisingly good card. More than I expected. I got more out of SummerSlam than I went in expecting. I, I agree. Whereas a takeover, you already go in with high standards. I got more out of the Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins match than I ever imagined in my life. And I thought that was the best match of the night. Well, okay, that's fine. You're allowed to think that. Yeah. So you're what? Which? So you like Takeover better? Personally, I like Takeover better. Yeah. Why? I just thought the tag match. Tag match was great. I'm agree with you. The uh, triple threat for Velveteen Dream, Roderick Strong, and Pete Dunn was incredible. Yeah. Did not let down at all. And I know that we watched the last match together, but if you really think about it, that three stages of hell, like an hour long. Those it, dudes it was crazy. It was crazy, but the only thing that I thought was fucked up is like these dudes hit finisher after finisher after finisher, and it's a two count. Every like time. I grew up watching wrestling when a super kick ended the match. And I thought I saw, what, like 30, 40 super kicks in that Gargano Cole match. Like, I don't know about you guys, but when I grew up, super kick ended a match. That was it. That's the finish. But wrestling now is a little different than it was then. And I'm more old school in my approach, but I get it. You're trying to just do big spot after big spot. And a lot of it gets lost in that. Yeah. But if you do one thing that means something... Instead of 50 things that don't mean anything, you know, it, it gets over more. But in the type of match like that where they've already had the backstory, they've had all that, it's three stages. The first two falls were a great story. And then the third fall, yeah, it got a little crazy and they hit finishes and went nuts. But, yeah, it's, that's, what you, that's what you could expect in the third fall. True. Don, what's your thoughts? I did not see takeover, but anytime there's a takeover, there's actually been a better takeover than a WrestleMania at times, to be honest I with agree. you. And I agree. And the the um the narrative even on on the internet, usually the day after or that weekend of everybody's kind of all together on the takeovers are always shine over the big pay-per-views that WWE has. So without seeing it, I want to say that it was probably a better show, and the only reason why I would say that is be- without seeing it is because sometimes they use their match length to their advantage, and they don't have to really make it such a quick match where you had the squash match with Ziggler. I know it was to make Goldberg shine, but they did it in a way better manner. Such with- a weird way, yes, though. They did it came it in- out three times. Yeah. Like, I want to watch Goldberg's entrance three times. And, and with that being said, they did that with Undertaker, but they did it in a, a better fashion on Raw. And then this thing they did with Goldberg, they, they made him squash Dolph Ziggler. And when it was done, my reaction when that match was over was like, okay, so what? You know, like... Those, you got a good point. Those are the yeah. things that kind of predicted me. for weeks that Dolph Ziggler is going to beat Goldberg. No, it's, it's very... But they had to make him shine like they did The Undertaker. I just feel that they did it. They tried to no, do it. No, Peasy thought Dolph Ziggler. Right. I understand. I really that. did. I Dolph thought Dolph Ziggler. was going to win. No. Dolph Ziggler was going to beat The Undertaker. I th- I, no. Not The Undertaker. Goldberg. I, think, I mean, Goldberg. I, th- I, think, Goldberg. I think Dolph maybe should have won. But yeah, but he's fighting Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. This is true. Wait, so, what? You think so? Yeah. Hands so if, down. The beef is it's building from yeah, it's but already started. If you're going with that story, why not? 
have him beat Goldberg and be like, all right, I beat you, whatever, da 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 I want Shawn Michaels. It's an Goldberg interesting perspective. Though. If Gold, Goldberg's not going to just come in and do the job, that's the problem with the Legends contracts. These guys think they're like gods. And they're like, I'm not going to come in and just do the job to Goldberg. I had the worst match of my career against Undertaker. Everyone shit on me while my mouth was open. Absolutely. And if you're going to make me come in and be... You know, do the job to Ziggler. To, to be fair with that Undertaker match, though, uh, it was okay until he knocked himself on the ring post. Yeah. Right. I don't want to go. I don't want to go into super shit down. No, All no, right. No, no, no. We still got Ron Smackdown to talk about. I got to control the show here. God damn it. <laughs> this is still to be blowing peasy and Frank Knox. You know, we're going to be talking about shit from a month ago. Forget it. What we're going to do is we're going to light this blunt. We're going to take a quick yeah, commercial yeah, break baby. and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about raw and we're going to talk about Smackdown right here on the to be blunt podcast. Man, you alright, man? You man, tired? I haven't been sleeping that well. You ain't been sleeping? Man, I slept like a baby every damn night. Have you been doing anything different? I mean, I've been smoking plenty of weed, but I just can't get that weed sleep anymore. Man, <coughs> you gotta get <coughs> this new shit I got. <coughs> it's that purple pillow. The purple pillow? What's that? <coughs> A purple pillow is where they take a bunch of purple indica weed, the fluffiest of indicas, purple, and they stuff it in the pillow, you know, but it's softer than like Tempur-Pedic or anything like that. And you just got, you know, get you the aroma, gets you in the, you know, ready to go in the zone. And then they have this like state of the art system where they indica oil lace the fabric. They lace the fabric? With indica oils, bro. So wait, you're breathing in that fine aroma, that fine indica oil all night long. It's the ultimate relaxation. Sign me up. Then you need to get yourself a purple pillow, man. It's the highest podcast around. To be blunt. With easy. That's right. We are back live on a To Be Blunt podcast. Frank, yep. we never sparked the blunt. That's right. We got three new guests in the studio. <laughs> this is true. This is Harvey true. Harvey and the boss. The boss. <laughs> and we're not talking Sasha Banks. <laughs> we're talking the real boss. You know? Which is great. You know? I want to go into We had a big, big week for Raw and SmackDown, it felt like. Um, I don't know. You watch Raw, right, Don? I do every oh, week. That's good. Moonshine? Absolutely. All right. Frank? Of course you know. I know, Frank. You know, we tell you, they had an opening promo with Seth Rollins on Raw. I don't know if you guys saw that shit. I did. Listen, what what are they doing with this guy? It's so weird. This guy comes out, and he says, I don't know if I'd had what it took or what it took to beat Brock Lesnar. He said, I didn't know if I had what it took. I'm thinking to myself, last week, you just walked down that aisle, came into the ring after you got your ass beat by Brock Lesnar, and you were like, I promise I'm going to beat Seth. I mean, Brock Lesnar, yeah, I guarantee it. Right, right, exactly. And then now he's going to come in the next week and say, I'm not sure I had what it took. He makes himself look real strong, and then he makes himself look real weak. Like, what the hell? After he beat him. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I thought he was going to come in gloating. 
Yeah. Like, I told you what I have to slay the beast. So, so would you say that's the writers making him do that, or he that's a direction he would like it to go? I don't know. I'm telling you right now that the past few weeks, besides that match with Brock he had over the weekend, he has looked like shit. Straight up. Looked like shit. His promos, he comes out every week, he gets his ass kicked, he gets sent down in an ambulance, no one's, even, no one's even there with him, you know? And it was like, he just every week was just getting crapped on. And then know? he comes out this week and he cuts that promo, the crowd's 100% with him. With him. And then AJ Styles' music hits, and then all of a sudden, the crowd turns. And how funny is that? They were all for it. You know, 100%. And then, like you said, as soon as AJ came out, all of a sudden, everybody was just like, AJ, AJ. And then all that that shine that Seth Rollins had built up with that little, you know. That's what it's like to be phenomenal. Sympathy promo. You know, trying to get that, you know, baby face sympathy. And it was just. It's so weird, though, that he went from, like, burning it down to, like, oh, I promised. Uh, oh, I didn't think I had so one. You-, you know, it's just such. It's a downward transition for his character. I agree. I don't even understand it. I don't literally cannot figure out what's going on. Can I compare it to what they've done with Roman Reigns? You know how <laughs> like the crowd was was so hot with him, so hot, and then all of a sudden they turn really cold, and then it's been little by little by little with Roman Reigns. Now it's happening exactly the same Woo! thing with Seth Rollins, but just in a longer manner. Yeah, but it became so desperate for Roman Reigns. Now they are trying to have someone kill him. Yeah, over and over, you know, and over, over and over yeah, and over that's again. That's ridiculous. It is. It is. Like the guy had cancer and that didn't pop enough. Now you got to try to have someone kill him. Like just turn him heel. Well, yeah. I wish they'd do that with Seth. Honestly. Turn him heel. Seth's a great heel too. Seth, yeah. Seth was an amazing heel. And now, so after all this, he has the match with AJ. Great match. Whatever Braun Strowman comes out again, helps to even the odds. Yeah, Braun! And all the other shit. And uh, he get, he hands set the belt, gives him a little handshake. It was like corny moment. But in, like to me, my next question though is what what's next for Seth Rollins now? Like, what do you think his next feud's gonna be? It looks like it's AJ Styles. AJ Styles, you think? May, I, I don't they, know he why. just fought AJ I don't Styles. Know why. I don't know why, but why why else would that happen on Monday? Well, they have the match at the main event. Yeah, but the main event for Raw after a pay per view usually means like. Some implication for the next pay per view. Could 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 I interrupt for a quick second that I did not read earlier in my yeah in, man my, my no 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 you're not going to interrupt the flow here Don is this related to this yeah to Strowman okay, to ahead. Strowman specifically all right yeah um see he was quoted in this interview it will be much more special not for just me but for my fans because I see it day in and day out and I appreciate the love that I get Strowman said and I know you guys are frustrated. But don't be frustrated. I'm here for the long haul. I just signed four more years, meaning he just extended his contract for another four years. Okay. Like, when it happens, guys, it's going to be unbelievable for all of us. We're all going to celebrate together, and it's going to be great. And this is all pertaining to him and the frustration of the fans and his friends of him not being champion. Yeah, but that was just something predicted to him to make him stay. I mean... How many guys weren't on the card for SummerSlam? Lashley, Strowman, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. I mean, a lot of, like, pretty much their biggest sellouts were not on the card for SummerSlam. And what did they have for a kickoff show? Do you remember? 
Yeah, it was a tag team title match. And, of course, the 205 match. And the 205 always, match. They always stick but my cruiserweights on there. They have the tag title match. They don't announce till it goes live. Mm-hmm. But two days before the event, they already announced. The cruiserweight. You know, the title match on Raw we saw between oh, okay. uh, Alexa Bliss and Cross versus uh, the Chinese. The, the, Kabuki, the Kabuki Warriors. Kabuki Warriors, yeah. So. Since no one had answered the question, I'm going to go ahead and get my prediction on what I think Seth Rollins will be doing next. I think with all the work that... I answered the question. I said AJ Styles. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Good point. I think we're going to see eight Samoa Joe get the uh, you know, the big main event spot finally. He deserves Which, it. 100%, I, 100% Great. right? Great. This guy every week is going out there and making a killing. His, his work rate, his promos, he's the most believable guy next to Brock Lesnar on the roster. Ever. You know, uh, he deserves to be yeah. in the main event. You know? Mm. So it's bullshit that he's getting these stupid-ass angles every time and getting quick, quick, you know, wins on, like, Raw and SmackDown. And then, you know. But he's stuck in this fucking stupid Roman Reigns mystery murder <laughs> story that is, like, literally... Locking up so many superstars in the roster because they don't know what else to do with them. Yeah. Well, that's Including Buddy Murphy. They're trying to work on that. We're going to talk about Buddy Murphy in a little bit, you know, for sure. You know, I think now that Brock Lesnar's not getting his rematch, I think we'll be seeing Brock Lesnar go to SmackDown. I highly doubt him going to SmackDown. What? Are you kidding me? With the Fox deal? When they start in October? I'm yeah, telling you, you're going to see Brock Lesnar. You probably won't see Brock Lesnar from here until that date. October, what is it, 2nd, 4th? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's that week of. You know? So I think Brock Lesnar will be off TV until probably the October SmackDown 20th and anniversary. And, and then what? I don't know. He's going to go put over other guys like Kofi Kingston and... And I don't know, other he's gonna make other stars. That's what Brock Lesnar does. Brock Lesnar goes out and he makes stars. Anybody who works with Brock Lesnar ends up elevated when they're done, win or loss. Change my mind. You think Kofi's gonna have that belt come October on the, the first TV perform- Yes. Yes, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Who else are they gonna put it on? At this point, right? Tell me, Don, who are they gonna put it on? Uh, I'm not- you know, it's it's they have. You seem to be doubtful. No, well, because they have so much talent and they just don't really use them correctly, and it's so weird mm. the, the mix of people that they. Let, let me tell you, Don, who they did use correctly. Okay, Uh-oh. who else made an impact on Raw? I, I hope I know where this is going. Sasha yes. Banks, yeah, with the the blue hair, the blue, hair. <laughs> the blue hair, and all that speculation of her, you know, showing up and. Maybe going to AEW. Or helping Bailey it come back. It was like the you know? pop dude of like women's wrestling for me. It was like, oh my God, I, I thought she was going to AEW. Yeah. Until I saw her. With all her weird like cryptic posts she was she making was online. On, uh, house, she was training in New York City at House of Glory. That's right. For the past like six months. And she's been posting there, like you said, with the cryptic post. About- yep. It's been pretty crazy. So now she comes back in the middle of Natty's promo. You know, uh, she got a big pop. Although I can tell you, as soon as she cut off Natty, who was then at the moment talking about uh, her dad, dad. Yeah. as soon as the music hit, I knew right there she cut her off at that point that something fishy was gonna, you know, something was gonna happen. You know, that's that's the wrestling mind. God damn it! Yep. You know, Moonshine knows what I'm talking about. Absolutely, Moonshine looks like he caught contact high. <laughs> I, think might be, I think we might be in trouble here. <laughs> 
I better not. Oh, no, they only test for alcohol. That's so right. Maddie's out there cutting this promo to the hometown crowd. She's getting booed. She's getting fucking booed. Yeah, but the heat was deserved. Because she turn. lost? Yeah, no, with the turn. Oh, Natty, you're talking about? No, Natty. About? I'm talking oh, about Natty. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. getting booed out there by the yeah. hometown crowd. Yeah. You know? Uh, maybe because she lost to Becky. I don't know why, but, I mean, they turned on her completely, 100%. Yeah. They weren't even 100% with her at SummerSlam. You know? And then well, Becky Lynch is just so over. It's yeah. It's just like, she really is. No matter where she goes, the man signs come out out of nowhere underneath seats. It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it's, it's true. And as she's having a shit fit with that chair and starts hammering on Becky Lynch, if you look back, she hit her in the back of the oh, head yeah. with the top of that chair. Oh, yeah. Listen, I seen that, and then I seen Sasha Banks slap her in the face, and I said to myself... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if when they got backstage, there was a, there were words that were said. I'm right. sure there's words. You know, when it, something like that happens, which I, you know, now there was a Montreal screw job in the Hart family. Now there was a Toronto. That's screw right. Job Sasha in the Hart was pretty family. careless in there. Again, yeah. though, like you know, it's wrestling; things happen. Well, you know what? I, that's true. It's time for Natty to hang it up, though. Wow. Yeah, I mean, wow, Frank. She was in since the beginning, man. Since the butterfly title, she still can go though. She could still go. She worked Becky in that match, bro. She was the ring general through the whole match. You could tell. It's Change her, my mind. It's her time to hang it up. Oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. Sasha's return and that and the heel turn was impactful. I mean, it was huge. It need the women's division needed that. It did. It did. And I think that's gonna be the perfect, you know, a villain to maybe take Becky Lynch to new new heights, you know. While elevating, obviously, Sasha Banks with the blue hair. Yeah. You know? <laughs> blue hair, Sasha. And, I, I mean, that's that's my thoughts. What do you think, Moonshine? I, I got to agree. You know, um, women's wrestling is, is great, but, you know, they needed that that pop. And, and when Sasha came back and ripped her wig off, it was like, whoa, wait a minute. And then she, you know, beat up everybody. And, yeah, I thought it was good. I also think they could have brought the NXT Women's Champion up and could have made the same impact. Okay, I was honestly expecting at least one or two call-ups after, you know. SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, I was. And I was surprised to see that we didn't get that. They yeah. just kind of brought people back. Yeah. Do you think they're waiting for the TV deal to start, like, bringing in more names from NXT? Or I mean, I can only hope so. You know, we'll see if that yeah, helps Yeah, but now them. they have two, they may have two hours on Fox Sports 1 to compete with AEW. And it's going to be pre-taped yeah. on Tuesdays and shown on Fridays. What? Why are they going to try to get SmackDown? No. Yeah, it is. It's going to be live. No. No, they said they weren't going to do it live. Where's the Scott, yo? You may be listening. If the Scott's listening. This yeah. is first or if anybody can confirm this, 860-387-110. Tell Don if he's right because I didn't hear about this yet. I believe that it's going to what they're going to do is like they used to back some years ago. Pre-tape SmackDown on Tuesdays and air it on Fridays. And then you got you can't call it SmackDown Live anymore. Yeah, I don't That'd know, just dude. Be SmackDown. I don't know, Don. So that they've done it before. That doesn't yeah. make sense, Don. They went from SmackDown to SmackDown Live just like that. They, Until they I have the proof, it. I don't know if I'm going to go with that. The Scott probably would be the go-to. I know. Guy, I'm surprised right? the Scott hasn't hit us up yet because he's usually the first person. You know, the first person. But and and I thought that was like the huge, still the huge moment from Raw. Obviously, would be Sasha Banks making her return, and then SmackDown, SmackDown comes in 
And you would think after SummerSlam ended, it seemed like that the story between Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens was completely over. You would have thought the way the match ended, the definitive ending, everything about it was like, that's it. That's the end. We're going to go on and find some new shit. And what happens? The first, they start SmackDown the same fucking way they've been doing it the past three weeks. I had my guys look about SmackDown being taped on Tuesdays. They had nothing. Nothing. The data data team had nothing? Nothing. Fuck. It was a dead end. I think Duncan K. No good son of a bitch. Good thing he's here for free because otherwise he'd be ripping us off. That's true. You should pay them, Mr. Kincaid. I don't know about that one. Frank, what do you think about the uh, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon feud still going on after SummerSlam? Pointless. There's no need for it. Just move on. You're taking the shine from all these guys, you know? Shane McMahon for what? How about the crowd cheering for Owen, man? The crowd was just like all yeah, over. They loved it. They loved it. But me at home sitting there was like, why am I seeing the same shit I've seen on the past three weeks? SummerSlam was the payoff. and It, it should have been. It wasn't the payoff. And the problem is, I don't talk to Moonshine, goddammit. Listen, there is SummerSlam was like the second biggest pay-per-view of the year for them. Right? I'd say yeah. third behind WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam. Okay, personal opinion. To the top three. Royal top Royal three. Interchangeable, yeah. Top three. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That that decisive clean finish, everything about it. It should have been. Well, it wasn't really clean. It wasn't clean. Let's be honest. It wasn't clean. Oh, but it's clean enough. Clean enough, I guess. It, get, it gets Kevin Owens over. He, yeah, he kicked him Is in the Is there any out. other time like that could have actually made a better impact other than what happened at SummerSlam? That's it. That's the end. That's, that that's it. over. I, exactly. What can I, they do that's going to make I more sense than that? And stunned you. You're done. That's what I'm that's saying. It. I don't get it. I don't get it. Don, what do you think? I, I, feel, I feel exactly what you're saying. It should be done and over with. Give him something else. Move on. Frank? Absolutely. I thought it was done. You know, like I said, it should have been done. I already chimed in first. That's right. Oh, you know. I'm coming you, back you to mean? you, bro. It's the bachelor party edition. Moonshine. I thought you were supposed to be the enforcer. You guys are all right. He's a little too fucked up. He's had two tall boys and two shots. I, I, I just started my second one. I've only had one uh, tall see, boy. not even. Well, he's forgetting something. I don't know. That's called the weed, bro. The wedding cake. That's, that's the wedding cake. <laughs> you know, between the flower and the pens. You know, you guys got everything coming my way. I'm ready for you know. I'm ready for a Chipotle bowl and some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> After the a wedding chip- cake, a Chipotle bowl and some sleep. That sounds me, amazing. Right? <laughs> we got to get up early tomorrow, though. That's why I need to go to sleep now. It's true. We got we got a big day tomorrow. Long long day of travels. Atlantic five, City I is got fun. Five hours behind the wheel. That's right. Let's talk about what I thought That's was a show. The second yeah, I don't go to a show exactly. One of the biggest topics over the weekend though was that WWE finally made a new star on TV in Buddy Murphy. Oh, well what a match! What a match! This guy, right? I was listening to a, a, a fellow podcast, right, and I heard Bully Ray make a comment. About this, which I thought was very intriguing. Gerald Briscoe once told him that, you know, if, uh, oh shit, I already lost it, goddammit. <laughs> no, I lost it. If you didn't make anyone, you didn't beat anyone, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if you didn't make anyone, you didn't beat anyone. And that was like, well, that makes perfect fucking sense. That, that's what you gotta think to yourself. Right. Because if you didn't, like, if you don't beat, like, if you just beat a nobody, who'd you beat? Yeah. What was the significance of the win? Nothing. You know, wow! Yeah. You got to work together. You got to make <laughs> each other look good. Yeah, Buddy exactly. Murphy and Roman Reigns made each other look great. 
They did. They did. They, I mean, what a match. Buddy, Buddy Murphy was literally a made man walking out of SmackDown. Like, Roman made him a star. I've been a big fan of Buddy Murphy since, like, 205 Live. But And the guys had numerous, like, five-star matches down there, but no, this was I bigger than... Honest, nobody watches 205 Live. I do. Some people. I like it. it but it's great. This was obviously bigger than it. anything he's oh. done on there because there's so many more eyes on him. Mm-hmm. And it, you it, know? it just seemed on a bigger scale, too. Right. Exactly. And he's wrestling the big dog. Yeah. Who gave him a lot of time to shine throughout the match. Like, he didn't just... Like, it wasn't a squash match. It wasn't, it wasn't a Goldberg Dolph Ziggler match. Yeah. Like, you see, did you see, like, Roman's face when he hit him with the Superman punch and Murphy kicked out and he was just completely stunned? Like, you know, looking around like, what? Like, I can't believe this. You know what I mean? Huge. Huge. Then he takes Murphy out with a big spear, you know, and the, and the pop Roman got from the crowd was like he beat a guy on the level of, like, AJ Styles, you know? Like that that's how loud the crowd got yeah, off man. that win. That just goes to show you how much he did for Buddy Murphy that night. And how much more the fans are invested into Roman Reigns again than they were before. Dude, they they did two years ago they were booing solid. him out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Now they got him emotionally invested. They got yeah. everybody invested in this. What was started off as the corniest storyline, <laughs> yeah, which right. is taken into a life of What'd its you own. Call it before a murder mystery, it was yeah, a murder, murder mystery. mystery. Love it, yeah, murder mystery. It's like playing a game of Clue. Yes, Colonel Mustard. You got Doctor Plum. Yeah. You know whatever. All those Professor characters. Plum. Professor Plum. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> it's the Scott. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Scott board games. Don Kincaid. Who tried to kill him with the car? Who I can't believe the Scott no sold us today, bro. Yeah, he didn't even respond. What I is? know. What a jabroni. Yeah, what's well, the Iron Sheik gimmick for him? <laughs> I don't got it queued up. I know I do have queued up. We talked Raw. We talked SmackDown. Now I need to know what's going to be the Frank Knox top five, Frank. I hope you're ready for this. Frank Knox top five. 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 That's right, Frank Knox. We got the top five for this week. Let them know what we got. At number five, I got the phenomenal AJ Styles. Oh. At number four, I got Adam Cole. At number three, I got the Street Profits. And at number two, I got Kofi Kingston. And number one, the Beast Slayer, the Bachelor Party Edition. Frank Knox switched it up. What you gonna do about it, Don Kincaid? And look, I don't follow the script because anything goes all holds barred on the Bachelor. All holds barred, not no holds. All holds. All of them, Don. They're all barred. What do we do? Wow, Frank Knox switching up the top five on us. Can you believe that? Your boy was on fire. Oh, Don, I know. I thought yours, your hotline was hot. This Man. guy came through with the flag on. He got the flames. Kaboom. Best theme song in the business. Dude, that was I'm saying, all right, Moonshine, that shit's fire. For real. <laughs> Best theme song in yeah, the business. Awesome, awesome. Man, so what'd you guys think of Frank's uh, top five, Don? I want to know who plays that theme song. Peasy. 
Next, Moonshine. Greatest theme no, song in the world. Um, <laughs> Come on, After really? that theme song, I got lost to the music. I'll be honest. Dude, are you shitting me? Really? No. Oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. What do you think, That's PC? a PC oh production. God. What uh, do I think? What do you think? I well, fucked it up by switching Nobody up ever asked you. You just know, say you're... stuff. But that's all right. It's your show. But yeah, I top five, my top five stayed the same, but I put them in a different order. What do you Listen, think about his top five? I'm I, Okay. There's a few things that are uh, tough. See, I like the Street Profits. I thought that they had a great match at TakeOver. And I think every time they're on Raw, they're great. But if I were to go with somebody who made more of an impact, then my number three would have been The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I could see that. And that is my only gripe with but that the top Street five. Profits made an impact for like, what, close to 45, 60 days Listen. on Raw. And, you know. Yeah, but this is a weekly top five, not a monthly top five. This is, but their money every time. They just won. Yeah. Just, you know. Uh, listen. They're, they're great, but what an impact by Bray Wyatt. I know. I mean, honestly, Bray Wyatt had, we didn't even, like, he had one of the most impressive re-debuts of all time. It reminded me of Undertaker when I was a kid, when I was, like, scared. His, his entrance stole the entire SummerSlam page. But they took their time bringing that. That was a big factor. You know, you know what I'm saying? But that mask he brought out, that was, I mean, that was incredible. The lantern? The lantern oh, that was, yeah. looked just like his face. Yep. And his mouth wide open like a ghoul. Yeah. Like a ghoul. Insane. That was great. I mean, that was incredible. But now, now you see like uh, the, the investment that they took with the company into his character, and and that and, he put into yeah, that and he put well. it and, and brought it you know to light, and it went in stages though. Oh, crazy! What what a story! Yeah, it, it pretty pretty impressive. Let I, me I gotta in. say. Then now does Finn come back with the demon? Well, he has what, to. Well, that's what I expected then when what? he got there, and then he got and then squashed. He's gonna get squashed like, as the demon. Yeah, it's like so because the fiend is the new demon, the new phenom. Right. You know, somebody's got to take over. Yeah. I you know what I like to see? I'd like to see uh Finn Balor join his uh, buddies over there. But I mean what uh, but I With mean the club? Absolutely. Are they just that would be perfect. But are they going to take the, and make him wrestle all the time in that mask? And how, what kind of matches are they going to do with him? No, in I think they're probably going to keep doing like the fun house shit. Which you know, be great because idea. all that merch is selling like crazy. That, oh, that, yeah. that Funhouse box they released, they said his numbers went up two hundred percent or some shit. That's like that's money. That's money. That's I can't fucking money. That's <laughs> <laughs> I <wear> my own. <laughs> you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's money, absolutely. And I think that we're gonna, we're going to continue to get the Firefly to keep the people intrigued about what he's doing. You're going to get once in a while. Ray will come in and do his like you know interrupt a promo gimmick, and then once in a Really long time, they'll do the Fiend gimmick, much like they do with the Finn Balor, with how often they use the Demon. I think you'll probably see it that rarely. You think you so? Me. Yeah, I do. I do. And so, on that note... I think we'll see. I think this is a full-time gimmick. No. I think it's the gimmick's full-time. I think with both parts play both pieces of the Besides, gimmick. You have the fun house, you have the fun house, and you have to have the Fiend. But does he have to wrestle with the Funhouse, or could he just do promos with the Funhouse? No, Funhouse would just be for promos. And then just wrestles in a while. Right, exactly. Like a Brock Lesnar contract. What was his mental complex in the match? He had those gloves. It was like, 
Hurt heel. Hurt him heel, yeah. He yeah. snapped his neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, he snapped his neck in half for poor Finn Balor, man, you know? Poor Finn Balor. He tried to murder him in that ring. It's just <laughs> weird that they took, like, the only character in wrestling that could defeat him and squashed it immediately. Immediately. That was my thinking behind that's the whole thing. N- that's not the character that can beat him, though. The demon can beat him. So then, they have, to let, the demon. then they have to let this go for, like, a year. Well, Finn Balor's taking time off, I heard. So. Yeah, he is. That's like probably why they had him job out so fast. And then he'll come back as the demon, and we'll see what happens. Or will they come back as the newest member of the OC? Well, only but that would be like I, like Moonshine said. It would be perfect for him because then they would rebuild that whole thing, you know, um, from you know Japan or whatever, but in a different fat in a different light. But having a demon, if he's only going to be gone a few months, a few months in wrestling actually kind of goes by really quick. So I think I agree with you by saying it needs to be an extended amount of time for that demon character, you know, to make that impact. You well, know? if he comes back earlier, he could just join the club and then the four of them can fight the fiend and you could just build the fiend as this unstoppable monster character. And then when he comes back, the four of them can fight him. And the fiend can still be unstoppable, and then he has to bring the demon out. That could be something. Mm. You know, wow. That's just, you know, mindful booking. See what happens when I'm so right. That's right. Like, wow, Moonshine. That's that pretty impressive. Be a writer. <laughs> well, Frank Knox looks like he's faded over here, so we're going to take not, a break. I'm not faded at all. <laughs> I'm going to start a smoke break real quick. And when we come Speak back, for yourself, goddamn we're going to talk more about the Bachelor Party Weekend in Atlantic yeah. City right after this. In come the tinker, I'm the original weed man. The big one. Play by the rag, I'm open cash load man. No grind that we just cut shit in our hands. And that's for why you have to understand. Your grinder, roll yourself a good blood, red eyes of your eye for your month. 
Strictly cash for delivery. We put the package on our drone, get it rapidly. Sell you a clone, make you grow in your community. The weed man a enterprise, cause the hustle never dies. Baby, you see? Baby, that's my weed man. I call him when I need him. Always got the fire on deck. Yeah, he's my weed man. Chronic Brody ready when I see him. And he ain't ever let me down yet. Baby, he's a weed man. Oh, oh, homie's got what it takes to relieve ya. And no matter where I'll be, all I do is call. He gon' bring it right to me. He's my weed man. <laughs> yeah, it's the hippie. Dickie Moon, man, it's time to sit back, relax, and chill. You're tuned into the 2B Blunt Podcast with Frank Knox and Peasy. Peace. I just realized what I just did. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I'm not even live yet. My, <laughs> I know. It's my bad moonshine. Here. Moonshine. I know this song. You know, I had to make hippie see through his eyes. You know, he was see straight. Right? Is that what he said? He had to help him see straight? I think Don Kincaid's influenced you tonight because I think he just stirred the pot. What do you mean? By playing oh. that drop. I'm sorry. I know. As soon as I hit it, I seen the look on Moonshine's face. I just, all I'm saying is, hey, I know that guy. That's it. I love hippie. Man. Well, that's he good. got to wake up. Man. I guess we didn't start that bad, Frank. Thank God. You know? So now here we are. By this time tomorrow night, we're going to be right down on the strip in Atlantic City. We're going to be drinking. We're going to be ripping our weed pens. We're going to be smoking our blunts. I pre-filled eight of them. I think there's six left. And we're going to be on the boardwalk of Atlantic City. That's right. Styling Woo! and profiling because the nature boy, Sal Peasy, oh! is in the building, baby. That's right. That's it. It's going down. I'm fired up. We're going to take this thing right down to the strip. I'm wearing my Gucci shoes. I'm bringing out the skinny jeans. I'm bringing out the collared shirts. Wow. We're going to go to the penny slots. <laughs> yeah. And my skinny jeans. You're not going to be able to sit down, but you'll, you'll stand there. Oh. As long as I got the lever, I'm good. I'll, I'll stand there and hit the button. That's fine. That's it. Oh, man. oh my God. It's going to be insane. Atlantic City is a fun time, man. Fun. I went there. I've never been. you never been? I I've never there, been. What, nine years ago now? Really? Over nine years. Yeah, I went for my bachelor party. Shit. Come yeah, on. There you go. See? Yo, Who would have thought? Who would have yeah. thought? Yeah, a long time ago. You had the tips and tricks for us, Moonshine, or what? Well, no, I actually got down a little bit of money, and then the last day I was there, I uh, made some money. Don't go to the strip clubs. Trust me. That's not on the agenda, but we do have yeah, something no, on the agenda no. on Saturday night. This guy, yeah. Frank Knox, All right. <clears throat> got us a VIP table. Oh, look at you. At a nightclub. Oh. And we're going to see Little John. Yeah! What? Okay! <laughs> what? Yeah! What? It's going to be sick. That's going to be so much fun. I know. Super fired up. That's going to be dope. You should do a rap battle with him. He can't rap, bro. He just yells. It doesn't matter. That's all right. Let's see. He just yells. That's We're okay. going to be grilling. We're going to be chilling. That's We're right. Grilling and chilling. Smoking. Yeah. You know, I was thinking on, you know, earlier today, I had a mental list in my head of all, you know, the first place we're going. 
Okay, what's that? Once we pick up GP, we're like 10 minutes out of Atlantic City. Right. Is the grocery store. That's a good call. We got to go to the grocery store. We got to load up the we house. We got to get the sausage, the peppers, the burgers, the, the salamis, pans, the cheese, That's the salamis, right. the eggs, the milk, the beer, the vodka, the tequila. <laughs> what? Yeah? We got to We got to stock you, up you, you for the weekend. Because we're coming down with the weed. That's right. But we need everything else. Uh, that's true. So we definitely got to go to the grocery store. First stop, grocery store. Boom. Then to the house. Then we eat. Then we go to strip. That's and we're going right. to go down to casino, to casino, to casino, to the resort, to casino. That's it. We're going to Trump. We're going to Caesars. We're going to Borgata. We don't right. care. Because we're styling and profiling for the nature boy. Woo! peasy, baby. Woo! Should have brought my robe for this weekend. Should have packed the robe. You know? And Frankie did one hell of a job. You know, putting all this shit together, man. You know? I know Don's over here laughing. He can't believe it. Don, it's going to be lit. Dude, I, I absolutely love you, PZ. Like, I know. I know. Awesome, we man. love you too, Don. You're awesome. But, Frank, you know, you really should put out like a, a like a party service, you know, company where you can just plan like weed events for people like you're doing for this weekend. That's right. I mean, imagine if I could just do that full time. As a living. As a living. All the, all the exclusive spots. You know, I... Bring you to where the weed is fresh, the girls are hot, and they're rolling your bud for you, and that's it. I mean, who doesn't want honeys rolling their blunts? Your boy's taking care of you, baby. That's, that's right. Sounds like. That's right. Yeah. Frank, you know, I think this would be a great idea. We could make a lot of money off this. You know? You know what we can call this? Big I'm pop- thinking I got an idea. We'll call it Stay Charity Party Services. Have you ever dreamed of a cannabis-friendly party? Maybe a corporate cannabis event. How about a bachelor getaway with a personal weed guy? Well, look no further. You need Stay Cherry Party Services. We offer a full-service weed concierge with plenty of flower and edibles to make your event memorable. We will plan your party or getaway, make the reservations to the best weed-friendly venues in town, and even provide you and your party with a cannabis rolling expert to keep you and your event lit. Man, I wish I could get lit in Amsterdam, but I can't justify the high cost of a plane ticket. Then take advantage of our Amsterdam Effect Package. With the Amsterdam Package, we transform your party into the full coffee shop experience, complete with your own expert bud tender. I use Stay Cherry Party Services. They have the best bud, the best blunt rollers, and man, they kept it lit all night long. So give us a call to start planning your next event at 1-800-CHERRY. Stay Cherry Party Services. We keep your event lit all night long. It's the highest motherfucking podcast around. To be blunt. With Peasy. And <laughs> we wow. are back. Stay cherry party services. That's it, man. We're going to stay cherry all weekend We keep long. the party lit all night long, oh, baby. Nice. Hey, I, I, there's no phone number. How do we get a hold of this? It's signed 1-800-CHERRY. 1-800-CHERRY, man. Right, listen right. to the commercial. God, Don, right. what were you doing over what there? Are going, I, we're going. your weed pen? Yeah, there's a wedding cake over here, man. It's got to be it. That's the strain of the day. That's a wedding cake. That's it. Appro- appropriately. Yeah. Because in mere months, the wedding day will be here. It will have a wedding cake. We're and not just the cake. weed. Are That's... you going to put weed in the cake? No. Uh... But there will be plenty of weed. I can guarantee you that. How about, how about the crotch chopping? Oh, he's going to be crotch chopping all night long, baby. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, God. Thank God Kincaid won't be there to videotape it this time. <laughs> oh, Kincaid files, baby. That's oh, right. It's Dr. Kincaid, baby. Give me a crotch chop, baby. <laughs> Are you consummating the marriage with Dr. Kincaid? <laughs> oh, my God. 
We're in big trouble. No, we're blame. in big trouble, man. We're in oh, big we're trouble. We're going to Atlantic City tomorrow, man. I mean, we should have hit the gym more. We should have tanned more. But good thing, <laughs> good, good thing I do my laundry. That's all I can cover. I still have to do my laundry tonight, oh, damn it. God damn it. You're 0 for 3 right now. Peasy, just spike your hair. You'll fit right in. Just spike uh, my hair. So be popping her collars. You know, Peasy's going to be spiking his hair. That's going to be sick. You know, I want to thank our guest, Moonshine McCready and Don Kincaid, for coming down to the studio to celebrate. You know, I don't know if it's really a celebration, but the bachelor party. Hey, know? man, I, I want to congratulate you on your 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 getting married. That's here, right. Man. Congratulations, please. That's, that's right. Thank you for I'm a lucky there, man, goddammit. And that's all going to go down in October. Nice. You know? And you guys are both welcome anytime you want to come to the studio. I'm telling you right now, that was a great time. We got big stuff coming up. We got Bill Alfonso coming real soon. WWE legend official. That's right. And ECW icon, Bill Alfonso. That's right. Bill Alfonso, we're going to be doing a two-part series, right, Frank? We, right. Uh, we're going to interview him, and then we're going to air them in separate parts. You we're know, going to talk about his, maybe his WWE talked. days. Awesome. Yeah. Not his ECW days. We'll That's split right. it up in two. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It was a great conversation. I cannot wait for you all to hear this. Don't forget, hype. You know, we got social media. It's hype as shit. Our Instagram's off the hook. You already know, Frank, we post the best memes. Yep, that's right. Best memes in town. But in 24 hours, someone's going to be yelling, hey, Ubers are here. <laughs> <laughs> so follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at number 2 Be Blunt Podcast. It's going to be huge. Don't forget our website, www.2bbluntpodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave us a review. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for the follow-up. To the bachelor party. Oh, it's going to be great. There's going to be stories for weeks. Duncan Kate, anything you want to hype real quick? I got nothing, baby. You got oh, K- hey, I got a birthday party. Hey, you guys, if you want to come this Sunday down to Martin Park in East Hartford, we're having the radishes are hosting a birthday party. Well, for Don, me. you already know I'm going to be. In, yeah, dude, that'd be know. awesome, man. But if, if I, you can't go to the birthday party, you should watch Stirring the Pot with Don Kincaid. Yeah, on yeah, I get I, I, right. I hashtag Stirring the Pot on Facebook. Um, I'm doing this thing on YouTube. I'm doing sit down interviews. I've done with with Mr. Peasy right here already. It's about to debut in like two weeks. That's right, and it was such a blast. Um, yes. Yeah, in the pot with Don Kincaid, and it's uh, if you if you just search on the YouTube, uh, the Kincaid files, you'll find it all right there, man. It's been an, an amazing time doing the interviews. It's, it's that's been, Kincaid with a K. Yeah, a okay. K. Right. Yeah, like the partridge, Reuben Kincaid. It's spelled like the same exact <laughs> way. No one knows. Oh, no, no, no one would know. Don. Okay, then Google. you're really showing your age you, here, you bro. Mister you <laughs> Kincaid, I'm old and I don't. Dad, when you plug your shit, you gotta spell it out sometimes. Yeah, K I N C A I D Kincaid. The Kincaid files on YouTube. You can hook up. They're stirring the pot. A bunch of wrestling footage from different wrestling. You know promotions. I mean, you'll see moonshine. You you'll even see Slade over here uh, getting maybe tossed over the top rope in that battle royale. Oh, shut up, yeah, Don! Yeah, maybe that was. There's awesome. a reason why I didn't talk about that. Yeah, goddammit. it! And, and then uh, he doing a little crotch chopping. That's over right. There. Yeah, over to Johnny Chill as Mr. Frost became the new hardcore champion. Yeah, hardcore champion. Moonshine, you got anything you want to plug? Um, PAPW Friday Night Alley Fights tomorrow night. I'm, oh, uh, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, what else? I, I I got thrown out of Rumble this weekend, too. That's all I did in Shelton. Um, yep, but that's about it. That's all I really got coming up because uh, I can think of right now. I think Moonshine definitely caught contact, Frank. Maybe, maybe a little bit, but I'll still enforce and making sure you guys don't drink too much. That's right. You guys are doing all right. Frank Knox? We had to keep in control, man, because tomorrow is the beginning of an epic weekend. That's right. Moonshine was here to keep us in check. That's right. 
He yeah. did his job. He's not going to be here this weekend. Because, no. I mean, it's really, I mean, I felt pathetic drinking in front of a recovering alcoholic. It's all right. I like hours. the smell. I didn't. He was looking at me like, he was looking care. at me like I he didn't. wanted to steal the he beer agreed. Out of my hand, He agreed. Know? But I did not. He was looking so his chops. Right. A little bit, a little yeah. bit. It looked, it looked good. Well, thank you, you know, Don. Hey, no problem. Thank, thank you, you, Moonshine. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Frank thank Knox. You, I'll you. see you tomorrow. This is the 2B Blood Podcast. Me and Frank this weekend, we about to be... Fucked up. The loudest you got it, then we get it poppin'. We get it poppin'. I'm sippin', I'm trippin', and everyone know that it just ain't no stoppin'. Just ain't no stoppin'. I got it, you want it, just hit me with money, and I give you product. I give you product. I'm ballin', you hatin', I love it, so I'ma just keep playing chronic. Keep playing chronic. Give me that dro. Roll another one, then pass me some more. Everybody finna get high off the foe. I'ma get high rapper, you already know. White boy blowin' that white girl, smokin' that white cush when I turn up in the stack. VIP with some big booty bitches and the whole thing. Keep all the poppin' in the thing.
is the privileged TJ Howe III, and you're listening to the 2B1 Podcast with Pizzo.